time to cover all things Catholic in the heart of South and Central Texas. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network, get ready to rise and walk with Richard and Julie Reina. And folks, we are back. Good afternoon, friends of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Are you ready for another local and live show with for, with all things Catholic, I should say? Uh, thank you for joining us uh, here today on uh, our first show of the new year. Of course, Happy New Year. God Happy bless New you. Year. All. Happy Woo! 2021. Wow. Can't believe it's actually here and 2020 is behind <laughs> us. Uh, uh, you know, I want to jump into Thanks it right away. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to get into all things uh, last year, but mostly this year, uh, right after we pray. But, uh, you know, yesterday was the Feast of the Holy Name of Jesus. And uh, today we're going to talk about that uh, along with many other wonderful topics. Julie's going to actually share with us after I pray. Uh, about what today's show is going to cover. Yeah. But uh, we also, or before we pray, I want to ask you to particularly keep in your prayers today and going forward, uh, prayers for all those that have been affected by COVID-19, coronavirus, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, uh, like Father Abel Ruiz, who, praise God, has beaten it. Um, uh, Father Richard Samore, for I understand for the second time he went into the hospital. Uh, Father Ed Hoff, who is normally our guest on our first show of the month, every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat and Sylvia Villarreal, God bless them. Pat's doing much, much better. Uh, I think it hit him a lot harder than Sylvia, um, but keep them in your prayers. And obviously, uh, many of you all know of our West Texas general manager. Awesome guy, really was. He started with us in August and uh, just a few short weeks ago, lost his life to, to COVID. Right after the share he went to the hospital. Armando Sanchez. So please keep them in your prayers. Keep him the repose of his soul in your prayers uh, as we pray. Uh, and our prayer today um, is a prayer to the holy name of Jesus, uh, put together by, written by St. Alphonsus Liguori, who just happens to have his feast day on August 1st, my <laughs> birthday. So I got a little... I'm a big uh, fan of his. He's a, an excellent saint, so... Yes, he is. Yes, he is. It's funny. It's used to, I'm used to having my headphones on. I'm used to hearing you a lot louder <laughs> in my ears. But folks, we, we will get started right now with prayer. If you join me in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Oh, my Jesus, thou art the Savior who has given thy blood and thy life for me. I pray thee to write thy adorable name on my poor heart so that having it always imprinted in my heart by love, I may also have it ever on my lips by invoking it in all my necessities. If the devil tempts me, thy name will give me strength to resist him. If I lose confidence, thy name will animate me to hope. If I am in affliction, thy name will comfort me by reminding me of all thou hast endured for me. If I find myself cold in thy love, thy name will inflame me by reminding me of the love thou hast shown me. I have fallen into so many sins because I did not call on thee. Mm -hmm. From henceforth thy name shall be my defense, my refuge, my hope, my only consolation, my only love. Thus do I hope to live, and so do I hope to die, having thy name Always on my lips. Amen. Amen. St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. Pray for us. Our Lady Guadalupe. Pray for us. St. Joseph, terror of demons. Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's another good prayer, Julie. Oh, I absolutely love that prayer. Wow. 
Um, you know, a lot of people have gone through life being taught from the olden days just to say the name of Jesus. And what's ironic is that so many people use the name of Jesus as a derogatory term. They take the Lord's name in vain. They use it as blasphemous talk. They use his name as a curse. And um, well, you know, we, know. Are, we have to be reminded that a lot of people grew up being told and taught rightly so that literally the name of Jesus is a prayer. So if you ever find yourself in a situation where you are very worried or scared or stressed out, simply utter the name of Jesus. Amen. His it's name is powerful incredible. above all names. Above he, his name. Every knee should bend. Absolutely. Every head um, shall bow. Uh, oh, man, I forgot what I was saying. Blurred attitude. <laughs> when you were saying something there about the, about the name of Jesus, oh, what was that? It so escapes me. It'll come back to me. Just be countercultural and decide instead of using our Lord's name um, oh, oh, yeah, that's what it was. in vain. Yeah, Monsignor Charles, you know, we have those minutes. Uh, I'm not sure they're minutes of virtue or, or just two minutes that Monsignor Charles Pope shares but he talks about taking the Lord's name in vain. Mm-hmm. And that's not always, as we commonly think nowadays, in, in, in horrible ways to use the Lord's name. But it just say something like, I'm going to use the initials OMG. Um, yeah. You know, just, just taking it as, oh, well, ho-hum, you know, just saying God, just, just using it as everyday speech. And if I'm not uh, mistaken, back in the Old, Old Testament days, if you uttered wouldn't his even name, utter his name, I mean, you could right. be stricken dead yes. for doing that. How so, casual we are with the name of our Lord. Yeah, so I make it a point, and hopefully, well, no, maybe they are. If some some of our our, our neighbors in the neighborhood we live in, <laughs> you know, I'm the dad who takes all the kids around in bikes and plays with the kids and and tries to keep them in line when all ten or fifteen kids are all in order, <laughs> and, and they start saying, "Oh my, common. oh my, this and that and this and that," and I I, I stop them. I go, "Hey, hey, hey," and I obviously pray for the right words to come out of my mouth to share with these kids, and not all these kids are Catholic. Well, what's interesting is that a lot of the kids are doing it because their parents are doing it. Right. So a lot of them, well, uh, some may have learned it in school, but I would think primarily the kids learn it from hearing their parents do it, and it's a perfect example of the parents setting the the standard and if a parent, you remember that remember that movie, the Christmas story, where the kid says fudge and it's not really fudge, and it's be and the mom says, "Where did you hear that?" And it's the dad that he's heard and said a thousand times. So remember that you, as a parent, are the example. And if you are taking the Lord's name in vain and you're using Jesus's name um, in a derogatory way or in a casual way and using him as a curse word. Your kids are going to pick up on that, and they're going to use it regularly and often for the wrong reasons. And that's a sin. It, it, whether you know it or not, you're offending our Lord. And whether you are trying to or not, you are offending him because his name is sacred. Amen. So we have to teach our children, teach ourselves not to speak casually of God, but use his name as a prayer. Amen. Woo! Could have said it better myself. Uh, I do want to remind you of our, our our raffle. It's the January and February raffle. of every year. So I've got to shift gears just a little bit. But once I share with you... <laughs> <laughs> I always joke that let's do something really Catholic. Let's have a raffle. Yeah, you're funny. <laughs> okay. Um, but this year's car raffle is a little bit different. Cool. You know, we've got to change it up a little bit to make sure it's it's still up there in your mind and you want to support Guadalupe Radio Network because you know, some people love to go to luncheons. Some people love to play golf. Some people love to go dinners. Some people like dinners. to do raffles. Some 
people love buying <laughs> raffle tickets. I'm Which not is sure. pretty cool, actually. It, it, it is. <laughs> and it goes, of course, to supporting your local station. So right. please, folks, uh, the this year we're raffling off a Mercedes-Benz. You're kidding me, really? GLA 250. Wow. I think it's kind of a uh, mini compact, sub compact, small SUV. I don't know. Something, something. Um, we don't have one, so I don't know. Um, but I learned Swanky. this morning, I heard Toya on the show, because we did a special kickoff show, <laughs> that you can say, find coffee. And because the computer is always what? listening, which is a little scary, it tells you <laughs> on the map where the closest coffee place is. You're kidding I'm me. I'm hot. It cools it down. I'm cold. It warms it up. It's, it's, and Dave even called it the cockpit. And it was, it was, it's just kind of wild. Wow. But, but on this show that we had this morning, uh, you know, we're asked to come up with some interesting <laughs> facts or Dave's going to ask you some questions. So I love interesting Catholic facts. So I didn't go after just the facts about Mercedes-Benz and all that good stuff. <laughs> I was curious as far as Mercedes, because we grew up in the Valley oh, where yes. there's this town of there's, Mercedes yeah. or Mercedes. And it turns out that, yes, the daughter of one of the entrepreneurs that jumped in there to get this with Benz, her name was Mercedes. Uh-huh. But, oh man, I should have kept it. It referenced how in Spain, in Spanish-speaking countries, this the name Maria... The Mercedes or Merced is a very common name, which is Mary of Mercies. Mercedes, I was just going to ask yes, you, yes, since mercy, I'm a coconut mercy, yes. and I don't know how to speak Spanish, <laughs> is does that what yes, is that what Mercedes yes, means? Yes, mercy. It seems oh really? Yeah. So I love that. That was awesome. Wow. So, so I was trying to look for the Catholic. Okay, so I've never that, made so. that connection. That's very sad that I'm having this revelation on Catholic <laughs> that, Radio. That's but that's pretty neat. So it there is. is there is some connection, some background. I'm telling you, six degrees. It's like Kevin Bacon. Yeah. You can always find it. <laughs> Although that, that, that a was seven degrees. Is it seven degrees? I don't yeah, know. Whatever. The idea is that all things go back to Catholic Church. All things go back to Christ, so it, yeah, that's seven pretty is awesome. A number of perfection. So wow, it must seconds. be a swanky looking car. Whoa. So it is. Um, so <laughs> I just sorry, getting back to the business at hand. So this Mercedes Benz <clears throat> GLA two hundred and fifty tickets are twenty five dollars a piece, okay, or five for a hundred. Some of you, all, of course, are going, "Wow, that's crazy! That's a lot of money." Oh, well, again, it goes to support. It sure. keeps us on the air. Why? Because Christmas just happened. And actually, we're in the Christmas season, so Merry Christmas. We've got to, got, to, got to remember that. Please. Yes, Christmas is still going on, people. It is. And, I'm sad um, when I see Christmas trees tossed on the side of the street. Already? It's devastating. Wow. <laughs> so, sorry, keep getting off focus. Um, I was, I, I'm, I'm not supposed to say that I've had coffee. Because I and I can't. Oh yes, the kids always know, lecture yeah, yeah. you. Please, Dad. Uh, but I did have Don't hot chocolate. Tell people that a you double, had a double shot of hot chocolate with marshmallows. Oh, so. hot chocolate. That's better. Anyway, um, but it goes to support your station, yeah, and that's awesome. in, in, uh, that's how we. Because people during Christmas sometimes overspend, or mm-hmm. or things times are tough. Um, yeah. But some of you out there again love buying raffle tickets because you could be the one that I call on March fifth. Can you imagine saying? When someone says, wow, that is a fantastic car. Where'd you get that? What'd you pay for it? And you go, um, a hundred bucks. Or, or 25 for one <laughs> ticket. You know, so. Or 25. That's right. Cause you, you could very well just buy one ticket and win the, win the yep. car. So yep. I think that's what happened that like last very year. Very cool. I remember that. So very cool. we, uh, we're going to be doing live remotes. I understand a lot more live remotes this year. Um, at various places like uh, Alpha Omega and the Pika Pika Shopping Center down on Southeast oh, yeah. Military, mm-hmm. uh, Children's Dentistry at Hosman Village on uh, 1604, Yay, just Shayla. east of Hosman, mm-hmm. um, and other places, parishes, and hopefully cool. it all works out. I'm going to reach out to Father Caballero for this coming weekend's uh, mass to see if we can be out there to promote Guadalupe Radio and, and uh, sell some raffle tickets. So reach out to Richard Reyna and find their way to the raffle ticket and yeah. get that car. Or, or even better... <laughs> 
You know, one way that Dave does a great job of selling so many tickets there in North Texas um, is he enlists <laughs> his volunteers. He's got an army of volunteers. He just gives them 10 tickets. He sure does. And people will, will if, you know, it's funny, they sell them. I know. And they sell them and they sell, they sell a lot. So if you want to take more than 10, of course, I'll send them to you. Right. Or you stop by the, the station, I'll give you flyers and, 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 and all kinds of stuff. So that way you can buy them and sell them for us. You know, again, it all goes to support Garland That's Parade, a great so. way to, to help the GRN. If you it think, is. I know a lot of friends who would be willing to buy raffle tific- tickets. I know a lot of family members. Then, then come get them from Richard and he'll give them to you and you can go sell them on his behalf. That would be a great way to support the GRN. It Absolutely. sure would. It sure would. Um, so please get a hold of us. Or you can stop by here and get the tickets. Here as well. Or you can get them online. For those that oh, don't want to stay right. away from everybody, mm-hmm. they want to come in contact, that's fine. There go online go. to grnonline.com. Um, and Julie, one last thing I want to mention, that prayer was from the Incarnation, Birth and Infancy of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Is that, was written by St. Alphonsus yeah. de Liguori, who's a Redemptorist father. Is yes. That oh my gosh. I'm a huge fan of him. He's just magnificent. He, so. did, did he do the Glories of Mary? Yes, who, he oh, did the go. Glories of Mary. And I just think he's tremendous. He's right up there with like St. Robert Bellarmine. And Oof. gosh, he's really good. <laughs> Amen. So I haven't shared with you exactly what our show is going to be about because I thought I would shift that over to Julie to share with you today. So, well, Julie, I mean, please. it's kind of a it's kind of a general topic in general. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna invite you to a few things, but we also wanted to talk about the fact that yesterday's feast was the Epiphany in the in the um, Sunday. It's moved to a Sunday, right? Yes. So we had just had Epiphany, so we want to talk a little bit about that. For those of you who maybe used to be uh, like us, where we, you would like sit in the pew and then go, oh, that's today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe not know that much about the background of Epiphany. But then we wanted to give you, uh, we thought about this yesterday, 21 ways that you can make 2021 spiritually fruitful and we want to squeeze squeeze as much juice out about out of this year as possible <laughs> spiritual juice so we really want to try to give you good ways little things i mean really small tiny things Concrete, that you can do tangible um, and you obviously would never look at this list and say i'm going to complete all 21 of these because it would be that's i think that's what most catholics try to do they're like okay i'm going to be holy and I've got this New Year's resolution, and I'm going to do everything that I've never done before. And then we overwhelm ourselves, and then we get uh, disappointed because we immediately start to fail. I think if you listen to this list, and we're going to go through it pretty quickly because there's 21, we're going to give you 21 ideas on things you can do to help you spiritually be fruitful in the year 2021. But just pick something, especially if you're listening right now and you're thinking, oh, that resonated with me. Pick that thing and decide to focus on that. And even if it's just one thing from this list that you do, it's going to be very fruitful for you because it's a step in the right direction. So we're going to share with you 21, hopefully good things that you can incorporate, try to um, accomplish in the year 2021 that will help you be spiritually fruitful. So we're going to do that today. It's going to be awesome. Yes, it is. Yes. So, but yesterday, you know, we celebrated the Feast of the Epiphany. Yes, which is so beautiful. Think about your nativity scenes and how you all have 
the three kings and everything. And I mean, I know a lot of people who don't put the three kings out immediately oh, because away, yes, they, they put them, closer. they travel. That's really cool <laughs> throughout the house. They put them far away from the nativity scene and they bring them closer over the course of the, of the six days or the 12 days of Christmas. It's just fantastic to really follow your year liturgically. So yesterday was the day that that we celebrate the Feast of the Epiphany. Actually, for, for some of us, it's January 6th, that we'll be doing that. But I mean, it's a, a marvelous, a marvelous feast. And I think for a lot of people, we don't really know that much about it. Amen. So tell right? us all about it, Julie, because, you know, it, it's it's a wonderful feast. It's not yeah. just a, a regular... Well, so, I mean, a lot of us know the general, the generalities of it. You know, the idea that it's really focusing on... Um, well, I mean, in general, it's really thinking about how Christ... Uh, was manifested to the Gentiles. Because remember, you know, even the songs we sing, we're talking right. about Jew and Gentile and everything. We're technically, if you're not Jewish, you're a Gentile. Ding. So you were the, <laughs> you were the side that Jesus was saying, Hey, I want the Gentiles included in this, in this religion too. And I'm creating this church and it's going to be Jew and Gentile and, and slave or free. You know the song we're talking about. Yes. And so <laughs> the do. idea is that the three kings are arrive, and of course they're coming to adore the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. I love. You remember how mm-hmm. on the way home from Mass yes, yesterday, <laughs> we we're listening to that fabulous song, King of Kings. Hallelujah! It's so Lord fantastic. I mean, you really gotta like bum, talk bum, about bum, bum, filling bum. your life with beautiful music is important, especially those who praise God. So, I mean, this is it. This is, they're coming to adore. This is about, you know, the angels coming and everyone singing hallelujah and the shepherds arriving all the jazz. I mean, this is really a momentous occasion. And it's something that gets sort of like put by the wayside because for a lot of us, we have Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And then we just sort of like forget that the season just began because the secular world tells you that you build up to it and the day is the day and then you Toss your tree out and you start taking your decorations down. But in reality, the Valentine's season begins. I know. It just creeps me out. But it's okay. I totally understand why, because it's totally <coughs> fun to move from one holiday to the next. But we have to be remember remember and encourage. Uh the Holy church day. the church is beautiful in her calendar. Liturgically, it's lovely. And if you really learn what the church teaches about these different seasons and and celebrations and feasts. You can spend so much time celebrating, it's crazy. So this is a perfect opportunity. So uh, Epiphany, like, okay, so th- think of the church, January 6th. The, I know the feast was moved to Sunday, but January 6th, from for the most part, is the historical date for the Epiphany. So that's Wednesday. So you still have time. So if you thought, oh, my goodness, I went to Holy Mass. I, I realized that this is the Feast of the Epiphany. You know, I kind of marked it, but we didn't really, you know, know much about it. Okay, so it marks the manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles as represented by the Magi. And more specifically, it notes the three kings' arrival to worship the newborn baby Jesus, bringing gold, frankincense, and myrrh, right? And we, we know what tradition tells us that um Isaiah basically mentions that these gifts were gifts to the God of Israel. And myrrh was an oil that was used to consecrate Levitical priests. Yeah, I love that. In the wilderness and the wilderness tabernacle. And it's the forerunner to the temple in Jerusalem. And it's also used as a bur- burial ointment. So this is really important. So you hear a lot of stories about how these three items not only sustain the Holy Family. Remember, right after this, they go to they have to escape to Egypt because Herod, we just celebrated the Feast of the Holy Innocents. I mean, think about all the stories that you hear in tradition. I mean, these things really happen to the Holy Family. 
and they use the gold that was given to them to sustain them. Think about uh, they're going to a foreign country. Remember how a lot of people like to talk about how the Holy Family were immigrants? They go to Egypt and they live among foreigners and they live in a foreign land. And they, St. Joseph in his burly, wonderful um, workman self sustains the Holy Family, but they have that gold to help them sustain themselves. And then the myrrh is obviously something that you... Um, denotes the future of Jesus dying on the cross and the ointment in the burial scenario. And then um, you talk about royalty. I mean, gold is a symbol of royalty. Frankincense is used in worship. It's it's a really beautiful storyline. And I know we don't know specifically that we're necessarily three kings. It's more tradition, you know, to listen to it. But what's really interesting is that we've got it coming up on Wednesday, January 6th. So if you didn't really get to wrap your arms around it this Sunday, yesterday, you can really celebrate it on Wednesday as well. There's traditions like the King's Cake. I know many people know. I mean, if you if you know anything about, you know, the Three Kings Day and everything and Epiphany, then you definitely have had a King's Cake in some time of your life. And there's a little, you know, symbol or a little toy in there that whoever gets that, Don't maybe the they toy. celebrate the, the <laughs> next year's feast or they celebrate the the party that happens at the end where Candomas happens on February 2nd. It's a beautiful way to like, you know, we had that show about Advent and how you can incorporate a few things in your life that are liturgically uh, symbolic. The King's Feast, I mean, the Three Kings Day Epiphany is a beautiful way to do it. So don't think that you missed it because you weren't really sure what was going on yesterday in Sunday Mass. Maybe you forgot like we used to do all the time. I, I can remember very clearly arriving at Holy Mass, sitting in the pew and going, oh, Today's the well, Feast of the well, Holy Family, you know, or oh, you know, today's Epiphany? I mean, uh, we, I was clueless about liturgical calendar. I wasn't paying attention. So yesterday, you know, you reminded me, because during the homily, you're right at the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, Father Nicholas, oh, yes. you know, read the proclamation of the rest of the movable feast days throughout the year, and I'm thinking to myself, why do I need to hear that? You know how it is? <laughs> I think uh, Marcus Grodi does this a lot on his show, Journey Home. He, he says a lot of times when people are converts to the church, and they start reading scripture they're like, where I've never heard that oh, before. Yes. I've read this passage a million times, and I don't remember hearing this this way. Mary, yeah. So yesterday we're at Holy Mass, and Father Nicholas is reading, the pro- and he basically proclaims all the dates that are going to happen throughout now until Easter, really. Right. Yeah, no, no. Uh, he talked all about the way even, all the way uh, until the next the, year, yes, right? Yes. Okay. And he reads them, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, that's not, I've never, don't remember. The movable feast is what I remember him saying. Yes, but what's very interesting is that he read the list, and I thought, well, that's lovely. Kind of puts it all in perspective. (laughs) He literally took you around the liturgical year in like a matter of minutes. I mean, it was very short and quick. And then we were researching the, the epiphany, and I thought to myself, oh my goodness, this is tradition. A liturgical tradition to read that, that list and proclaim the movable feast for the, for the upcoming year. I'm telling you people, if you get into the liturgical year, you're going to love it. It's like you're opening your eyes to the whole beauty of the church and all it teaches. So if you didn't celebrate it well or knowingly, um, remember that th- you might have received the blessed chalk yesterday. Um, uh, that is a fantastic thing that we didn't do in the early years of our marriage because we just didn't, I mean, to tell you the truth, there were so many mm. reasons we just weren't interested. We didn't know we were ignorant of our faith. Whatever excuse you want to give. But we have not done that until recently. And it's literally the blessed chalk. Usually they send you home with a sheet of paper that the husband should read as the blessings that he does. He writes on the lentil, which is the doorway of your front door. I've also seen it referenced that you can do it on all the doorways in your home, which is very, very cool. And you're basically writing on the, the doorway 
the initials, the first initials of the three kings, which is Caspar, Melchior, and Balthazar, and you're putting the 20 of 2021 at the beginning, and then you're putting the 21 at the the end. end. And it's basically standing for a house blessing, and it also can stand for a Latin phrase that that says Christus Mansionem Benedicat, which means Christ bless this house. And it's beautiful because... Anyone arriving to your door will see that chalk written, and it's a beautiful way to dis- start a discussion about the Catholic tradition of that. doing Woo. this, and it's lovely. So I invite you, if you received a, a piece of blessed chalk and you don't really know what to do with it and you didn't really look at the piece of paper that they gave you and you didn't really know what Epiphany was about, celebrate it on Wednesday because January 6th is the official day, and you can still catch up with the liturgical calendar. Amen. You know, it's a little bit of a tangent. You know, sometimes listeners move from one market to another market, Mm. and uh, we we kind of joke and claim, like, hey, that listener, those funds are mine, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) But uh, recently, one moved from the Houston market to the San Antonio market. Uh, uh, Patty, I should say. I won't say your last name yet. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Um, She just shared here on Facebook that the three kings are entombed in the Cologne Cathedral, in beautiful gold engraved caskets. You know, I never thought by about the high where they might altar be in, there in Germany. So wow, wow that's, that's awesome, fantastic. Uh, so she she was blessed to be all over Germany in 1997. And uh, can you imagine? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Where do you go, Patty? I mean, See, that's awesome. We think about these things as stories, and we forget that these are real happenings in the church. That I was thinking the other day as we were praying, I was like, I'm praying to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who lived. Ooh. 2000 plus years ago. I mean, just the just the thought that we are carrying these traditions through to our current time is really beautiful and our our Catholic faith is precious and we should remember them <laughs> and all the traditions that go with it and all the stories and all the people, the millions of souls, billions of souls that have gone ahead of us. It's a beautiful tradition. Thank Amen. you for sharing that. There you go, Patty. Fat, Patty, I'm going to send you some raffle tickets to sell for us. I hear you're great at doing that. So thank you so much. <laughs> um, really quickly, um, not this coming, actually this coming Sunday. Yeah, this coming Sunday. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm going to cut that almost. Uh, St. Philomena Feast Day. St. Philomena. The, the Arch Confraternity of St. Philomena uh, celebrates uh, with a little bit higher focus on three feast days throughout the year, the first being January 10th, this coming Sunday. Yes. Julie, tell us all about this one as well. Well, so for those of show. us who, who uh, those of you who have maybe been listening for a while, you, you know that our family leads the Arch Confraternity of St. Philomena of San Antonio. It's basically a group of devotees. You don't have to be a, a member by paying any fee or anything like that. You literally just come and attend the three feast days if you can, or any feast day of the three um, she has one in August, which is her official liturgical feast day. She has one in January, which is her birthday, which is what we'll be celebrating. And then she has one in May, which is the feast of the finding of her tomb. And in each situation, we, we are very simple about it. We simply have Holy Mass in her honor. And since COVID has happened and it's kind of, you know, hard to have specially scheduled masses, lately we've been joining a regularly scheduled mass. So that's what we'll be doing. Her birthday is January 10th. So January 10th this year is Sunday. So we will be joining the regularly scheduled 12 p.m. Holy Mass at uh, Holy Spirit Catholic Church on Blanco Road. And we'll attend Holy Mass in her honor and thank God for her intercession. And then we'll go out to her statue, her beautiful statue, which we've been taking great pains to improve. 
um, with gardening. Yes, our family (laughs) is out there gardening on many occasions, trying to plant as many beautiful things that will grow and last. Um, my, My slightly green thumb is trying to help us plant things that will be green all year long. And um, we're going to go outside after Holy Mass and do as we have done for 13 years. Oof. We're going to be, actually, this will be our 14th year. Um, we're going to pray the litany of St. Philomena. And uh, usually we have holy oil there and we have a relic. Our family has a relic. And so we'll be uh, very careful to um, maintain all the standards of being very careful with our devotees because we cherish them very much. So we'll be careful with that. But also because it's her birthday, um, we'll be singing happy birthday to her and just marking her her feast day. It's a, it's a strange time in the world. Normally we would have a big celebration, but because we're trying to be very careful we're, and respectful of everyone's um, concerns, we're going to simply meet. Holy Mass is the greatest thing you can do. So if you go to Holy Mass and you praise God and you thank him for St. Philomena's intercession, you've got it down. So that's what we're going to do. So join us if you can Sunday, January 10th at the 12 p.m. Mass at Holy Spirit Catholic Church. And we will be praying her litany afterwards. And people always linger because they always have fabulous stories about how St. Philomena has interceded in their lives and all the things that she's doing and all the prayers that they've kept for her, so we ask you to join us, please. Amen. Do. Um, really quickly, after Patty's comment, uh, Pablo from Belize, Belize is listening and watching to us now. So, wow. hi, Pablo, and then Victoria to meet us. We know Victoria, so That's God bless fantastic. you, Victoria. I think God you're still in Dallas. Y'all. So, wow, amazing. Um, let's chat really quickly about the Holy Name of Jesus. I should have yes. said that quickly, but then we'll go to a break and we continue on. Absolutely, so, the Holy Name of Jesus. Blessed be His holy name. Blessed be His holy name. Yes. Um, I, I, do I say that Blessed that way? Uh, the, You're making me the, think of the, the, tradi- <laughs> no, the traditional <laughs> the divine praises calendar um, had yesterday's feast day as the, the holy feast, the of, the feast holy of the holy name of Jesus. Yes. Um, think about how often in our beautiful Catholic faith we talk about the holy name of Jesus. Right. Of course, there's a holy name society, and here in San Antonio, I believe um, Barb Petrie, Danny's mom, oh, can't, can't remember her yes, name right now. Yes, I was looking it up, and there are actually there are several parishes who have holy name societies. So oh, wow, if, you awesome. are, if you are hearing this and going, wow, there's actually people like me who are devoted to the holy name of Jesus, or wow, I've never been devoted particularly to that, but that sounds beautiful. I want to do that. Look at your parish first to see if there's a group of devotees to the holy name of Jesus. There's also a holy name society in general and become a part of that. Right. And then there's also Paris, Holy Name Paris on yes, Nash there Boulevard. Yes, It's very lovely. Yeah. Uh, Father there. Martin, Father Martin is out there as well. So God bless you all. And, uh, you know, you may not fully grasp so many different ways to honor the Holy Name of Jesus. Absolutely. Um, one of them, of course, is simply reciting a daily prayer uh, that they have available, I'm mm-hmm. sure, on any... There's, a, there's the prayer of the Golden Arrow, which oh, that's talks right, that's about right. how God's name should be praised and adored and glorified. Um, at every time and every moment, yeah, and that's his lovely name, to you know, say his name. Yeah. Yes, reciting his name, literally his that one word, Jesus, is a, is the most powerful prayer you can pray. Now, don't take it in the negative connotation. Don't say it as a curse word or something like that. Say it the right way. Right. Say Jesus. Right. It is a beautiful word, beautiful name. Um, so please keep that in there. Saying prayers of reparation, mm-hmm. when you hear it used in in vain or or as blasphemy, like whenever you, whenever the rain is here, somebody say it. You know, yeah. we, we mutter, blessed be his holy name. If we're watching a movie or we oh, see yes. someone on television say, you know, very casually, and usually it's not that they're saying it casually. They're actually using the Lord's name as a blasphemous, in a blasphemous way, as a curse word. And we, I mean, we literally say it out loud. 
Blessed um, be his holy name. Blessed be his holy name. And say it the right way, and, and uh, it can be a conversation because, you know, we can educate people on what... Right. Where we yeah, should we've be. had lots of conversations with <laughs> yes. adults and children yes. about how, and and you, it, it's not hard to say it in a very kind way. I mean, you don't shake your finger and say, "Do you know? You know, you're going right. to hell if you do." You simply say, "Um, you know, it's not a good, it's not a good thing to have." Most people have never heard that if they're taking the Lord's name in vain and they're using. No one's ever bothered to say, and I knew, I know there will be people out there who say, yes, but you should know. And yes, we should know. But, but in don't... this crazy world of where we use language the wrong way and we use words in the wrong way, just think about the fact that the, our Lord's name, and Our Lady tells us all the time, our Lord is very offended. Um, I remember Our Lady, of, I'm reminded, Our Lady of La Salette, mm. she talks specifically, she's crying specifically. What is that feast day? Is there a feast day? Uh, September 9th or it's okay, in September to, 13th, I can't remember. That. I think it's yeah. the 9th. Um, she specifically says she's weeping because our Lord That's is right. terribly wounded by t- the taking of his name in vain and blasphemous. So wounding do Our a, Lady a quick, and Our Lord. Uh, a pause there. We're going to be taking a break. Uh, don't go anywhere. Keep your dial tuned to the Watchboard Network. Keep listening on Facebook, especially there, Pablo from Belize. If you're watching this right now on Facebook, please share this video. Absolutely. But we'll be right back after this short Stay tuned break. for more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. The universe is filled with order from top to bottom. And it's a beautiful order. And not only is it beautiful, it's an order that we can actually comprehend. And it's almost as if we have been made to be able to comprehend that order in the universe, to be able to contemplate it so that we can see maybe that purpose behind it. Please visit Father Spitzer's website, magiscenter.com, to watch this beautiful and important video about purpose and God's creation. That's magiscenter.com. This is a Messy Family Minute with Mike and Alicia Hernan. When people ask us about the goal of our family ministry, our answer is simple, world domination. (laughs) Not by having a prolific family, although that's one way to do it, but by simply proclaiming Jesus Christ is the king of every family. This kingship is lived out through love, love between spouses and all family members that flows out of our love for the Lord. Where does this plan for world domination start? Jesus had made it easy by giving us the devotion to his sacred heart. When a family puts the image of the all-loving heart of Jesus in a place of honor within their home, Jesus promised they would receive heavenly graces in abundance, grace that would bring peace to their homes, console them in difficulties, and shed blessings on all their undertakings. All of this just for proclaiming him king of the family. A great day to do this is on June 19th, the Feast of the Sacred Heart. To learn more about how to make Christ the king of your home, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. You're listening to Rise and Walk with my dad and mom, Richard and Julie Reyna. Don't touch that dial, we'll be right back. Looking for a Catholic university where the greatest works of Western and Catholic tradition are the foundation for learning, all in an environment that is faithful to the magisterium? Recommended by the Cardinal Newman Society, the University of Dallas offers an exceptional liberal arts education, preserving the wisdom of the past while preparing students for world-changing futures. Academically excellent, always faithful. Apply today at udallas.edu. Now, back to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie. And we are back. And, and Julie, as we went to break there, I, I can't believe I forgot the other ways that we 
um, should should honor and venerate his holy name yes. really quickly. Germ number two seventy five, which is the general instruction of the Roman Missal, how we should how how we as the laity, I think I'm saying this right, um, our responses during Holy Mass, what they should be, and it even mentions during Holy Mass, anytime the name of Jesus is mentioned, your head should bow. Yeah. Anytime God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are mentioned together your head should bow. Mm-hmm. Anytime during daily Mass, and when it's the, the, that saint's feast day, or that day uh, that we venerate them, honor them, your, your head should bow. Beautiful. And to include every single time the name of Mary is mentioned, yes. your head should bow. Yes. But in addition to that, you know, again, during Holy Mass, I was reminded yesterday when Father Nicholas was up there during the homily, <laughs> That's right. you know, he was, because he was talking about the Holy Name of Jesus and mentioning Jesus' name throughout the uh, the entire homily, you know, he mentioned, I should just keep my hat, my, my Beretta off. Beretta, yes. Um, he so, said, this is a Beretta for those of you who don't know, his beautiful black hat. Yeah, it, it was beautiful. And, uh, you know, Patty's obviously mentioned, you know, if you want to be a little bit more bold, when you hear somebody mention the name of Jesus, do the sign of the cross. Absolutely. Trust me, they, you know, they'll catch on to that. Beautiful. And at some point, prayerfully, because it's a prayer, they may say, why do, do you do that? Yeah, it's a perfect way to evangelize without saying a word. I mean, most people will not stop you and go, why are you doing that? Right. But it will make an impression. And whether or not they think you think you're holy or whatever, you know, is beside the point. If you do it purely for the honor and glory of our Lord Jesus Christ, then then let them have their opinion. It's it's not about trying to be perceived as holy, but trying to grow in holiness. That's right. And you can never give our Lord too much praise and too much honor. And it's so important to recognize our Lord Jesus Christ and his name. So absolutely bowing your head, doing the sign of the cross, whatever you can do to reverence the name of Jesus, do it. There's power in that name. Absolutely. Amen. So uh, we've begun a new year. So, Woo-hoo! of course, again, Happy New Year, happy new year to new all year. of you all. <laughs> um, of course, Merry Christmas because we're still in the Christmas season. We brought, we, the Reina family, uh, Julie, uh, they may not know, but we brought in uh, 2021 by viewing High Mass with the Canis yeah. regular, St. Yeah, John Cantus. This year was really different. We didn't watch any of the secular coverage. I mean, from my understanding is that it was pretty lacking because of all the COVID stuff. And so there wasn't a lot of hoopla going on. And I'm sure there were a lot of people who might have gone to parties on different circumstances, but this year didn't. And so one of the ways we celebrated was by by watching our, our oldest daughter um, views um uh, streams the Holy Mass uh, because she can't go to Holy Mass right now. And we have fallen in love with the Canons Regular um, at St. John Cantius so in, in Chicago, right? In yes. Chicago. Yes. And their altar is glorious. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. And so she said, Mom, I'm going to be watching the Holy Mass that starts at midnight. And and we just said that that's what we're all going to be doing. So we all began the Holy Mass. And actually, the very moment that 2021 was... Uh, rung in, we were watching Holy Mass. So um, praise be to Jesus that uh, uh, 2021 is here. I know a lot of people were symbolically saying, (laughs) symbolically saying, good riddance to 2020. And I believe very sincerely that you have to remember God is in control and he's got all things in check, but it is kind of nice to just be rid of those numbers. So 2021, here we come. It sure <laughs> is going to be a great year. I'll just say it that way. Yeah, folks, trust me, it will. Um, but to encourage ourselves and all of our listeners, we thought we'd offer you a few simple suggestions 
And they're easy, uh, tangible, uh, for making 2021 yeah. spiritually fruitful. There's a lot going on in our, in our private lives. Yeah. Everybody has so many things going on. In the public square, out in the world, uh, in your own home, in your neighborhood. Uh, but it's very important to remind ourselves who is in charge. And you know, let, w. yeah, and let's leave that um, as a good little segue before we start the list of reminding people to continue to pray oh, for yes. our country, pray for all the things that are being revealed. I know a lot of people feel like we're in chaos right now, and in a certain extent, we are kind of in chaos. But if you go to Our Lady and your prayer is, and this is something that I've been praying for uh, probably a year now, asking Our Lady to please reveal all that is wrong and evil and rotten in our world. Bring it to the surface, not because it's fun, because it is not fun to hear about all the nasty, crazy, weird, horrible things that, that we are involved in, we have been perpetuating or supporting or didn't even know about, other people are doing if we keep in mind that our Lord is in control and our lady is his, our, our connection to our Lord, and we ask her, please, our lady, help to unearth all that nasty so that we can pray against it. And, you know, the old saying, you, you don't know what you're fighting, the art of war, you have to know your enemy. Right. The idea is that if we don't know it's there, we're not going to pray against it. We're not going to pray that we be saved from it. So we encourage you to pray very diligently for our country. The soul of our country is at stake. Everything about what's happening right now is going to shape the way 2021 and the future goes on. Pray for the liberation and exaltation of Holy Mother Church. Pray for our government leaders. Pray for the uh, election results to be fair and true and good in in any and every way that our Lord and Our Lady deem it should be. Right. And just remember, God is in charge. Do not lose hope. Do not do not feel that it is over because God is always in control. Right. So we encourage you, take 20, 2021 as an opportunity to go into overdrive with that prayer <laughs> and to continue to pray. Don't give up and don't lose hope. Yeah, so I'm maybe real clear because some people are going, what, what? And depending on which way you, you, you slant, you lean, you know, some of you all may be thinking about one candidate or, or the other candidate. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter which one you're leaning towards because candidate A, uh, if d- indeed get all the, got all the votes that that they say that he got, then then praise God. Let right. that come out. That way it's a legitimate win. Right. If candidate B got the votes, then let that come to the surface. Right. And be- our prayer is for truth. Our right. prayer exactly. is that truth yeah. be revealed and the truth prevail. Right. And, you know, that's not always the way it works. In some cases, the truth is revealed and the evil still wins. So either way, we have to pray. We have to pray that God's will be done and remind ourselves on all occasions, whatever God allows, he allows it for a reason. He's going to bring a greater good. good. And we have to remember that when evil abounds, grace abounds all the more. And so do not lose hope. Do not be disheartened. Do not think that things are over with, even if things turn against what you believe. But I would also suggest... Don't lose hope and don't give up. Yeah, never lose God, hope. in his wisdom and his mercy, will allow saints to rise up. And I was reminded the other day, think about all the saints who struggled and were countercultural and rose up during times of great distress and struggle, and they did not lose hope. And so do not lose hope. Do not, do not decide that all is lost and that things cannot be changed by prayer. Because saying the name of Jesus and going to Our Lady is the most powerful thing you can do 
and we need to continue to do it in 2021. Amen. Amen. So jumping into this with uh, the 18 minutes we have, to say 19 minutes. But <laughs> we have to do more than, more yeah, than one so, a minute. So, oh my goodness. Right. Okay, so, let's hit it. The 21 quick <laughs> ideas on how to grow in holiness in 2021. Number one, would this be in the year? We didn't even do a show in the year. So I Joseph. know. We're going to have to get Father Calloway uh, yes, on. We prayed yes. for him last and, night because he's trust awesome. And trust 2021, 2021 uh, to St. Joseph. To St. Joseph. Do the consecration. <laughs> read more about him. Do the litany. We started praying it every night now in the Reina yes. household. Do, do the novena. Uh, hang an image. Uh, buy a statue. Absolutely. Uh, that way he remains on your brain, on your mind. Um, throughout the entire 2021 Yes, let's year. do a show about St. Joseph. You know, we love to talk about St. Joseph. And we we're just like on fire for St. Joseph. It's just fantastic. Yeah. So we will have to get Father Donald Calloway, who wrote the, the current book, The Consecration of St. Joseph. It's a fabulous way of leading you through a long, beautiful uh, recognition, um, enlightenment about the life of St. Joseph. I mean, he was silent through all the scriptures, but he was not silent in real life. And he was the powerful head of the Holy Family. And he is the most powerful saint outside of Our Lady. And he will help us. And it is very providential that uh, Pope Francis declared this the year of St. Joseph on December 8th. So it's December 8th to December 8th. Yes. Amen. So, Amen. Boy, we've got to go faster than that, Julie. Um, <laughs> trust in God. Trust in God. More. Trust in God. Uh, a quote have, from St. Teresa yes, of Avila. Yes, I have Please a fabulous quote from St. Teresa. That There's even songs written with this quote. It says, let nothing disturb you. Let nothing frighten you. All things are passing away. God never changes. Let me repeat that. God never changes. And this is important. Patience obtains all things. Whoever has God uh, lacks nothing. God alone suffices. When you are feeling disturbed and worried about anything going on, especially worried about what 2021 is going to be like, remember that God never changes. Amen. Number three, frequent the sacraments. They're available. Take advantage of them. Of course, contact your parish, your parish priest to find out, you know, regarding uh, communion and regarding confession and anointing of the sick and then all the sacraments. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure many parishes have their schedules uh, modified because of COVID-19. That's right. Find out what's going on in your parishes, and, and but frequent the sacraments. Number they're, four. They're the channel of grace. So. Yeah. Number four, go to Our Lady. Pray for the reign of her immaculate heart. That's a really big deal. Pray mm-hmm. the three Aves every morning and every evening. This is a St. Alphonsus yep. Liguori thing. Yep. He encouraged it, and it's, he's not the one who promo- who began it, but he's the one who was most well-known for it. Wake up in the morning and before your feet touch the ground, pray three Hail Marys, and at the end of the Hail Marys, say, Immaculate Heart of Mary, make my body pure and my soul holy. Say that three times. Pray to her in the morning and the evening. She will guide you in every way and make you holy. It's beautiful. Number five, pray to your guardian angel. Always there literally for you. Please pray, pray, pray. And Pablo even says here, praying the Holy Rosary every night. My family from Belize joins my family from New York. Ooh, and we wow. pray the Holy Rosary. That's awesome. I'll, thank you so much. Uh, we do have it on our list, Pablo. You're ahead of us. We, that's that's a little bit ahead of us, but absolutely. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Okay, your guardian angel is always there. Always. That guardian angel is going to be with you till the very moment you are judged. And then, I mean, he's with you and t- the minute you're conceived and the minute you're judged. And so he is your advocate, 
doing everything to protect you and guide you. So Amen. Number six, Julie? Take up. Number six, find a saint that fits you. St. Philomena. We love St. <laughs> yes. Philomena. If you have a favorite, if you have a patron whose, whose, birth, uh, whose feast you were born on or you're named after, or you find that you recently heard of a new saint that was struggling in some way like you were struggling, find that saint, learn the prayers, just take that saint and, and say, God has connected you to me, me to you, help me, and pray to that saint. Number seven, make your home a domestic church. Absolutely. Of course, get a, get a crucifix, uh, put up some beautiful Catholic art, statues, altar area, uh, candles. Uh, make it a place of prayer. Yes, at, at the very least, one room in your home yes. where, it, where it, when y'all come to pray as a family, that's where if you If someone pray. can walk into your house and not tell that you're Catholic then maybe there's a little something you can do to change that. If you have a crucifix, put it in somewhere prominent. Don't have it in your bedroom hidden, and that's the only sign that you're Catholic. Keep going. It's very important to do that. So, And, and also because in this time where we are, we're sometimes not being able to go to Mass, your, church, your home is your domestic church, so it needs to reflect that. Number eight, we really need to work on. Yes, we do. Um, As I was writing this, I thought to myself, Argh. Here we go. Read Scripture regularly. Yeah. Uh, don't let your Bible gather dust. Go find it right now where it's at. If it's got a layer of dust, ooh, guilty. Uh, use it. <laughs> read it. Become familiar with it and its layout. You know, yeah, some people don't even me, touch their Bibles. Yeah. They never handle them. They don't know the layout of it. They don't yeah. know the Old Testament, New Testament. They don't know how many books we have in it. A lot of Bibles that they received at their wedding have gorgeous artwork in there. Just peruse it. Just literally do it. Just take the jump and grab your Bible and start looking at it. Amen. We just, I just recently got another Bible that ties in line with the Great Adventure Bible timeline. So I've been wanting to jump back into it. Maybe yes. there's, my, there's my, my key. Number nine, pray the family rosary, holy rosary. Um, Our Lady tells us every single time when she appears to pray it every Single yes, day. every single time Our Lady appears. What is the thing she says? She says, pray the rosary, pray the rosary. Remember, there's 15 promises that are that are given by Our Lady to those who are devoted to the rosary. And don't just say you it. You need to pray it and pray, pray it. it as a family. There are beautiful graces that come from that. Carry your, carry your rosary with you everywhere you go. Carry your rosary. I have mine in my purse. I have. I think I have a rosary in every purse, so no matter what perch I, purse I change into, we have one in our car. Uh, my son carries one in his pocket. I mean, you need to have your rosary with you at every moment of every day. Keep your rosary with you. It is so important. You will become um, habitually a prayer of the rosary. You need to have your rosary with you all the time. Amen. Get to an adoration chapel. Spend more time with Jesus. He is He's still, still there, there for He's you. Wa- he was waiting before COVID. He's waiting after COVID. He's still there. Go to an ador- adoration chapel. There are many that are available and open. Amen. Number uh, 12. If you can, get back to Holy Mass. Each parish is going to extensive lanes to ensure your safety. I understand our, uh, the bishops, to include Archbishop Gustavo, um, requested the parishes add extra masses even during Christmas Eve Beautiful. to accommodate. Beautiful. I think there's still a lot of people who are who are nervous. Maybe, of course, they've got situations where they're concerned and maybe they have serious worries about it. If you can remind yourself to trust in God, remember, He controls all things. He's going to control whether you get COVID or not. He's going to control whether you survive it or not. He's going to control whether you uh, um, receive Jesus or not. This is so important. Trust in God. God never changes. Get back to Holy Mass if you can. Amen. Pray for others. Number 13, pray for others. Don't get caught up in your own worries. Focus on somebody else. 
it puts things in perspective. Absolutely. Just like when we're talking about the prayers for all those that have been affected by COVID. Mm-hmm. Again, Armando lost his life. Yes. We've got all these priests that are that are that are sick, some of them that have that have beat mm-hmm. it. Um, we got the Villarreales that are friends of ours that are beating it. Mm-hmm. Praise God and learning some things and sharing with There's with others. There's always so, someone suffering more than you. Right. Right. Pray for someone so else. Please pray for others. And number fourteen, purge your house while you purge your soul. Whoops. <laughs> this is another one we're working on yeah. too. Think about your surroundings as a symbol of the state of your soul. If you're surrounded by clutter, maybe your soul is surrounded by clutter, sins, things, distractions, keeping you away from Jesus. Get rid of unnecessary possessions, donate them, sell, whatever, throw things away. We carry a lot of trash and paperwork around all the time or keep it for a long time. Get rid of it. Uh, Number 15, hug and kiss your family more often. We all tend to treat people outside of our own family members with more consideration or affection. Remember, spouse first. Then the kids. Then the kids. That's really important. Not something you see in the culture right now. Number 16, catechize yourself and your family. Listen to GRN. Read Catholic books. Read Catholic books. Uh, watch webcasts and podcasts and read scripture and the catechism. Absolutely. There are a lot of good resources. Just make sure that they're absolutely Catholic and not um, somebody who's professing to be Catholic because that's really important. Cool. And if you've got a question about that, you're welcome to put a message here or send us an email. Yeah, we've got a lot of good resources uh, we can share with you. Yeah. And it's so important to learn your Catholic faith genuinely. And so we encourage you to do that. Amen. Amen. All right. So number 17. 17. Make your home your yeah. favorite place to be. Family dinner. Game nights, playing outside, uh, baking, uh, crafts, building things together. Yeah, it's, you know, COVID has forced us to be at home more. Why not do the obvious, which is make it a happy place to be where we're so used to being out and about and doing a million things and zooming from one thing to another. There is such beauty in the calmness of being home together. Make that a happy place to be and, and plan things in a special way. Family dinners are really important. Family prayer, game nights. Playing outside, which is something everyone always says, well, when I was young, I used to play outside all day long and I'd come in, you know, and go to sleep. That's exactly what a lot of people are doing more now. And I I, am just so thrilled by that. Make your home your favorite place to be. Number 18, don't be scared, be prepared. And by being prepared, we mean be prepared for the afterlife. Whatever your latest concern in the news is, be spiritually ready. Remember the sacraments. Remember prayer. Remember sacramentals like holy water and scapulars and medals. These are all important things that you should be prepared with. Don't worry so much. I mean, worry about the physical world because, yes, we are physical beings and you need to be prepared in that respect. But it is so much more important to be spiritually prepared. Amen. Amen. Now, this next one, I want all of you all to take to heart really, really uh, a lot. Uh, Reach out for consolation. Or to offer help. Yes. Because there's so many people out there. You know, think about it. When you show up to Mass pre-COVID, you know, you knew quite a number of people there at Holy Mass, but you didn't know everybody. Right. Well, now think about it. Very few, the, the percentages were 10, 15, 20% uh, that are actually going back. I think yeah. some of the parishes um, uh, are at 50%. But imagine those that are not going and who everybody else has forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Uh, isolation is harmful. If you need help, ask for it. If you see someone in need of help, offer it. There are ways to help. Yes. And maybe you can't get, maybe you work 40 hours a week and, and your spouse doesn't, and they may have a few more minutes a, a day just to reach out to somebody else at your parish. 
that that nobody that everybody else might right, have forgotten. Right. Be aware of your neighbors. See if there's someone who you haven't seen in a while. Maybe they're shut in. Maybe they're scared to go out. Um, give that, that give them that confidence by 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 um, definitely being aware of what they're squeamish about, but also letting them know I'm here to help you. Whatever you need. Amen. Number twenty coming down. Um, prayer. Pray for the liberation and exaltation of Holy Mother Church and all her priests. Uh, princes, priests, and religious. They are struggling with so much and need of your love and prayers and support. And it's funny you say this one because I really want to start a yes, prayer campaign. Absolutely. For- Just think about what priests are dealing with right now. It is incredible. If you didn't think they already had enough to do, think about now with all the struggles that they have going on where they're trying to help their sheep, they're trying to be obedient to their shepherds, they're trying to follow all the traditions, they're trying to do things with this COVID going on. It's incredible. The pressure is incredible. You need to pray for your priest, your parish priest daily. Those priests who have given you sacraments, pray for our Holy Father. Pray for the princes, which are the cardinals of the church. Pray, pray, pray for, pray for the, the Holy bishops Church. as well. Yes. You know, Bishop Bullet, Bishop Archbishop uh, Gustavo. Absolutely, our shepherds. Yeah, Absolutely. you know, for the longest time, I promoted having a holy hour at your parish, and I believe we're still doing it, but it's mostly by Zoom now. But we, they still need it now more than Absolutely. ever. Absolutely. So, folks, please, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. They need our prayers, Absolutely. and it's up to us, the laity, to offer that prayer support. And number 21. Pray for the holy, holy souls, souls in purgatory. purgatory. I oh, love I this. love praying for them mm. because I know it's it's one of those things where you say, "Oh, I love praying for them because I just feel like they can't do anything for them. They can't pray for themselves." And it's a beautiful relationship between uh, the church militant and the church suffering. And we are the church militant, and we're still fighting and struggling towards heaven. They are holy. They are on their way, but they are struggling because they're being um, purified. So they can't do anything for themselves, but they can help us. And we can't they we can help them. And when they get to heaven, they can pray for us even more. Amen. It's a beautiful so, relationship. Woo! That was all twenty one. <laughs> that was a racy. You know what to do? We need to post the list. Uh, so I'll make sure say. and get it to you so that we can post it. If you're thinking about um, reviewing this list, you want to share it with somebody else, we'll put it in the link below. Of course. And make sure that you can have it. That's twenty one ways to be spiritually fruitful in twenty twenty one. Amen. Wow, that's awesome. Way to go. Uh, uh <laughs> folks, and I didn't realize we're gonna get through it. We have one minute to spare. Yay! Um, but do want to remind you again, <laughs> uh, raffle tickets, 50 gears, sorry. Raffle, raffle. Uh, we should put 20, to, 22 things to do. Oh, uh, there you go. Fall. Yeah, buy more raffle tickets. Don't just sell buy them, but buy some too. Uh, please reach out to me. I'm going to reach out to some of you all that last year uh, that uh, sold some raffle tickets for us. The Tams uh, already have their batch. So, Beautiful. There's uh, some really heavy hitter people who just know how to do it. Yeah, and I meant to take some to <laughs> Stephanie Gager out in Uvalde area for this Woo-hoo! past weekend, but I didn't get a chance to. But uh, folks, keep us in your prayers. Know that we keep you in ours. Please help us out. Uh, please continue to share the word. Ask your general manager. I take the bad. That's me. That's you. Uh, for a bumper sticker, just send an email to like KGWU if you're in Uvalde at grnonline.com, kjma at grnonline.com, or any one of the stations you're listening to right now, and I'll get one over to you. But with that, we want to thank all of y'all listening. And until next week, may all of us continue to rise and walk. God bless you. Know that you are in our prayers. Happy 2021. And God bless you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie Reyna. To listen or watch again, go to iTunes or visit the Guadalupe Radio Network Facebook page. Have a question or comment? Email us at riseandwalk at grnonline.com. And make sure to join us next week for another episode of Rise and Walk.
four Gospels in the New Testament? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And who baptized Jesus? St. John the Baptist. As parents, we're the primary educators of our Catholic faith to our children. And if you don't know your Catholic faith as well as you should, that's okay. Just tune in daily to the Guadalupe Radio Network by logging online to grnonline.com. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Listen, learn, love, and pass it on. Your Odyssey begins at the University of Dallas, the premier Catholic liberal arts university in Texas. With campuses in Irving and Italy, UD's rigorous core curriculum sets it apart. An education rooted in the great works of Catholic and Western tradition. An education that ennobles and enables students in their pursuit of wisdom, truth, and virtue. Undergraduate, graduate, and certificate programs available. Start your college odyssey at the University of Dallas today. Go to udallas.edu to learn more. Have you ever wanted to study the Summa Theologica by St. Thomas Aquinas, but saw the size of it and felt really intimidated? Same here. That's why I agreed to be Dave Palmer's radio student on our new show, Back to the Father, beginning Friday, January 8th at 2 p.m. Central. We're going to dive into the Summa in a lighthearted and fun and very interactive way. Never heard of the Summa? No problem. Mark your calendars for January 8th to tune in for the debut of Back to the Father and get ready to learn from the angelic doctor, St. Thomas Aquinas. Your 24-hour-a-day source of Catholic inspiration. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.